Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wild Commuting. I'm Priyanka Dio, and here is this week's story. Christina. In high school, I remember a girl in my homeroom, Christina. She always wore the same outfit. For an entire year, she had on the same pair of jeans and the same green t-shirt, which was so full of holes by the end of the year that you could see her bra. Boys used to reach over and unhook her bra while sneering at her crudely. She would do and say nothing. Her body odor often consumed the room, and she would always be in a corner, aware of her smell. I never spoke to her. I never made fun of her, but still, never spoke to her. I was too busy with my own high school life, and I basically kept myself away from getting involved, as did everyone else. When I graduated high school, and then college, and then went on to grad school, Christina, I thought, was a forgotten memory. Christina actually turned out to be a suppressed memory because she was the first thing that came to my mind just a few days ago when I was hearing about another girl's story, Deborah. Here's Deborah's story. At age 18, Deborah was approached by her older brother who introduced her to an ideology that preached racial equality and inclusivity. When she met the leader of that ideology, he was really the only person that took Deborah seriously at the time. He reached out to her and spoke to her when nobody else really cared. 18 years old, rebellious, and just like my high school peer Christina, Deborah was finding trouble harnessing an identity and found it hard to fit in. As a result, Deborah followed the leader willingly. After not getting accepted into the college of her choice, she was more than convinced that this was where she belonged. By age 20, Deborah was one of the influential people in this haven. It was filled with people like her, people just struggling to find an identity, to fit in, or to be treated like equals. There was no better cause. Deborah, in fact, traveled with her leader to another country where she was promised a life of equality, no hatred, and no injustice. Hundreds came along. However, upon reaching, Deborah had seriously started to doubt this ideology. She fell severely sick for two weeks with diarrhea and high fever. She was given nothing nourishing. In reality, the destination didn't have adequate water, electricity, or sewage conveniences. Deborah was too afraid to speak up. She didn't know where to turn. She, like Christina, said and did nothing about her situation. Becoming panicked, paranoid, and delusional, the leader, Jim Jones, on November 18, 1978, successfully convinced 909 members of the People's Temple in Jonestown, Guyana, to commit a revolutionary suicide protesting the conditions of an inhumane and unjust world. The reality behind this? Jim Jones was actually scared of being caught for criminal activity. 909 people. Deborah was a member of the People's Temple. All these people were very much like Deborah, very much like Christina, people who are looking for what all humans look for, an escape from persecution and inequality. To all of you listening, this was in 1978, less than 40 years ago. Deborah was one of the few that escaped. Only 33 survived to tell the tale. 
In my opinion, the Jonestown Massacre is one of the most agonizing and disturbing events in American history. And the sad part is that despite this happening, despite hearing those horrific words of Jim Jones's last speech, despite having recorded proof of children screaming in agony while drinking Kool-Aid mixed with cyanide given to them by their parents, stories like Christina still exist today. After reading about Jonestown, I regret never getting help for Christina. I didn't even have to talk to her directly. I could have gone to another teacher or school leader and asked them for help now that I think about it. I don't know what happened to her and until just a few days ago, never really bothered to find out. I tried searching for Christina on Facebook and other social media, but could not locate her. Her class picture was not in any of my high school yearbooks. It was like she never existed. Literally, she was only a memory to me. But Christina and other people like her cannot simply be forgotten or suppressed memories. She has taught me an important lesson, and I feel there was a reason that she suddenly came to my mind while reading about Jonestown. Christina's memory has made me determined to be that person who takes action, the person who does not hesitate to stick up for someone when they're being treated unfairly or when they're unable to fit in, whether it be a social setting or a school or a workplace or wherever. I've realized that it is only through these acts of consideration that we can tackle bigger issues like racism, fundamental human rights, and freedom. People like Christina, they still exist. People like Deborah still exist. They just want to fit in. Stories like theirs still exist, more so now with all of the crises happening around the world. There may be a Christina or a Deborah even sitting on the same train or bus as you. Something like Jonestown, if it happened once, it can surely happen again. Human beings go to amazing lengths just to fit in or to escape a negative world. I hope that wherever Christina is, she is in a much better situation. Today, I can thank Christina for helping me realize that compassion and tolerance are the first steps to tackling real problems. Making a big difference begins with starting small. It always does. I can only wish that Christina can forgive me and all of the other people that ignored her. And I hope that by hearing this story, you are as inspired as I am to be a person of action from here on out. That's a wrap for this week's episode. Many thanks to the Wild Commuting production team, and we look forward to doing another piece for you next week. If you enjoyed today's story, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. From all of us here, I'm Priyanka Deo, signing off.